Well, turn with me tonight to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We'll start there. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to start in verse 7. And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. So I want to talk to you tonight about His power, about His strength. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm not a psychic. I don't claim to be one. And uh, the times that God has revealed something to me about someone else, usually there's very few details. Most of the time, I don't even know who the person is. But God does do that. He does speak to you sometimes. And I feel like probably there's somebody here tonight that needs to be reminded of God's strength. So, let's look at this scripture. Paul is talking here. He's, he's saying that, you know, in, in the natural, it would have been easy for him to have exalted himself. You know, you begin to have God use you, and if you're not strong in the Spirit, that flesh will begin to rise up and say, Hey man, I must be somebody because of the way God's using me. <clears throat> Even though you realize that God is the one that is doing it, you still say, I must be pretty important, right? And that's what he's saying. He's saying that because of the great revelations God gave him, and he did. God gave him some great revelations that he didn't give to anyone else. He used Paul in a mighty way, but he said because of that, if it hadn't have been for God putting this thorn in my flesh to remind me of my weakness, I might have exalted myself higher than I should have. So, what that tells me, first of all, is that we are weak. God is strong, right? That's, that's simple, man. I like to take these seemingly complicated things and just get down to the very smallest detail about it that I can. And that's what I'll get out of that. We are weak. God is strong. So as we think about these things tonight, I want you to remember that it's the strength and power of God that allows us to do anything for Him. You know, I, any of the, even the talent, you look at Brother John, he can play the piano, right? That is a, a talent he has. He has learned to do that over time. Now, God did give him some ability to do that. But you know, it doesn't matter how good you can play. It doesn't matter if the world considers you to be the world's best piano player. If you sit down and play on your own without the anointing of God, you won't be used to reach anyone. You could play that thing, 
better than anything you can imagine. But if God is not working through you, it won't be used to reach anyone. See, that piano playing can be used in a lot of ways to reach into someone's heart. Just like someone getting up and singing, it can be used. Those same words can be sang by someone that's operating in their flesh and it won't do a bit of good. But as God empowers you, you begin to realize all of a sudden, it doesn't matter how good I am. It's His power. It's His might. It's His strength that actually makes any of this productive for the kingdom of God. You can also look at the other side of things. Where you have someone that is used by God that doesn't have a natural ability for what they're doing. But as God uses them, all of a sudden, what do you know? Something comes out of it. (laughs) I are one. (laughs) That's me, man. If I operate in the flesh, I'm telling you right now, you will know it. You begin to see weakness. Nothing but, um, nothing but failure. But as God moves and the anointing comes into play, you begin to see something different happen. You begin to see someone that can speak with authority, not because of anything I've done. And I'll be the first one to tell you I am not a speaker, but God is. God does. God will give you power to do above and beyond what you are capable of in the flesh. And when you operate in the flesh, you begin to see the weaknesses compared to those that aren't. This isn't just about being used by God tonight. It's also about problems you deal with in your life. The times I've encountered some sort of problem and I've tried to solve it on my own, I do nothing but run into a brick wall. Keep beating my head against the wall and I I ask myself, why is this so hard? Why is this being such a problem? And I remember all of a sudden, oh, it's because I'm trying to do it and because I hadn't turned to God. I hadn't asked Him to help me in this situation. I'm operating in my flesh, not in the Spirit. And you say, well, how do you operate in the Spirit when it's a worldly thing you're dealing with? Well, let me tell you. You can do anything in the Spirit. You've got to get the flesh out of the way. That, that old man, that thought process of the old man needs to be put aside. What it really boils down to is total reliance on God. That's why it's so hard. For a rich man to get into heaven. Because they don't need God. They can do it on their own. If they can't do it on their own, they can hire somebody to do it. Right? Self-sufficient. It's that dependence on God that keeps us in check. And that's what Paul's talking about here. If it weren't for that thorn in his flesh... He might get to a point where he says, I don't need God. I can do this on my own. I want you to realize tonight that most of what I'm talking about is Christians, okay? 
You get to a point in your life as God has used you, used you as God has blessed you, you begin for some reason to think, man, look what I've done. And you all of a sudden, it's like you have amnesia all of a sudden. You, you forget that it was God that put those blessings in your life. It was God that used you to do those great and mighty things. He's the one that should receive the glory for it. It's not anything we've done. It's Him working through us. <clears throat> Y'all, excuse me. I got a few other scriptures I'm going to share with you. You might want to write these down. These will be an encouragement to you. Isaiah 40 and 29. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, He increaseth strength. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, He increaseth strength. Some of y'all may have found yourself in that place before. Where you felt like whatever you were facing, whether it was an illness or some circumstance in your life, maybe a death, maybe um, a, a decision that you had to make, and whatever it was, you just felt like you were at the bottom and there was no possible way you could overcome this obstacle. You ever felt like that at any point in your life? Been there. I think just about all of us probably have at some point. And you know, we deal with that in different ways. Some of us just struggle on through it. Under our own power. And I'm not here tonight to tell you that there is nothing that you can do in the flesh. Obviously, especially in worldly matters, yeah, you can do it in the flesh. It's not the easy way. It can be done. There's people all in this world that can attest to that. They do it through their flesh. But we have a higher power. We don't have to do that. We have access. Y'all seen those commercials called the easy button? Right? They hit the button and all of a sudden all the problems are solved. Well, it's not quite that easy. But we have access to something outside of ourselves that can impact our life. Well, why would we not want to take advantage of that? We have somebody that's willing to show up on the scene and not only provide wisdom, knowledge, resources, but provide comfort and love and peace. He's willing to do that. He has offered it. He's just waiting on us to call upon Him. So we find ourselves in those situations where we see this obstacle in front of us that's just seemingly insurmountable. We call upon God and all of a sudden, what happens? Those mountains begin to move. It may not happen overnight. But it says He gives strength to the weak. Right? 
that power is coming from His source of strength. He is the source of strength. Ephesians 6 and 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Once again, it's reminding us it ain't got nothing to do with how strong you are, how smart you are, how much resources you have. You need to focus on God's strength, God's power, God's provision. He will provide it. And finally, Psalms 27 and 5. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion. In the secret of His tabernacle shall He hide me. He shall set me up on a rock. You know, I think about some of the TV shows you've seen where maybe there's a somebody breaks into a house and there's a kid in there and they run and they hide, right? Whether it's under a bed or in a closet or something like that. The, the, the bad guy's coming and they're hiding, right? But then, the bad thing happens and they open the closet door and there's the kid. Or they look under the bed and there he is. And, you know, they seem, you know, hardly ever do you see them miss them, right? They always find them in, the, in movies today. But he's, he, this word's telling us, David, look, man, David understood this stuff, y'all. David said, he hides me in his tabernacle, right? See, when God protects you, think about this now, when God protects you, you ain't got to worry about somebody coming and finding you. You ain't got to worry about the evil creeping in where you're not looking God is hiding you. God is protecting you. God not only provides you strength, He provides protection. And that kind of peace ought to come in when you think about those kind of things. That's why you need to remember this Word. That's why you need to remember these Scriptures. Remember so that when your flesh begins to to rise up against your spiritual man and say, well, wait a minute, we got to do something. We can't just sit here. We can't just let these circumstances overtake us. The spirit man ought to remember what the Word of God says and say, no, He's my source of strength. No, God will protect me. I don't need to worry about what my flesh says because I'm told in the Word of truth that He will be my source. He will be my strength. He will set me up on a rock before the danger hits. I don't know what kind of stuff y'all are going through. Man, it may be financial problems. It may be sicknesses. It may be a ton of different things, each of you that are facing. But I know one thing. We serve the same God. And that God that will do for me will do for you. That God that will protect and strengthen me will do the same for you. He's promised it in His Word. He doesn't set conditions on who it may be. See, the Word tells me that He's not a respecter of persons. So it doesn't matter if I'm a preacher and you're not. It doesn't matter if one of you is a prayer warrior and the other one's not. It doesn't matter because you're a child of God. You fall into that family just like anybody else. 
He doesn't care what your status is. He doesn't care how much money you have. He doesn't care about any of that. All He cares about is that you're His child and you turn to Him in a time of need. What does the Word tell you? When you have a need, He'll be there. He's there to help you. He's there to provide for you. He wants you to turn to Him. You know, some of us have a source of pride and we don't want anybody to help us. Right? We don't want to turn to nobody in this world and ask them for anything. But I'm here to tell y'all, God wants you to turn to Him. And there's some problems you may face in this world that you can't handle on your own. I've seen people before that even when they get close to their deathbed, they don't want to ask God. They're just, they're too proud. I'll do it on my own. Well, you can do it that way. But you know what? That's exactly what you're going to get. He wants to help you, man, but He ain't going to force His help on you. He ain't going to force it. Look, He's a source of strength, y'all. We should take advantage of that. We should take advantage of what He's offering. You know, when they offer me a bonus check at work, I would never reject them. Never. Not one time. There's kind of been a joke about that before. You know, company wasn't doing too good, but somehow we still get a, a bonus check. One of my friends said, you know, I think I'm just going to give it back to them. I said, man, you're crazy. He said, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to turn down a bonus check, right? God is offering us a bonus, right? You see, when you come into the kingdom of God, you sign up for something. You say, God, I want you to be Lord of my life. And what does He do? He gives you freedom from that sin that was in your life. He sets you at a good standing with Him, right? He wipes away all that bad stuff and says, okay, you're my child. But you know what? He provides so much more than that. He goes above and beyond that. He says, when you have a problem, just come to me. When you need healing, just come to me. When you need provision, come to me. I will show you a way. Sometimes we look at our circumstances and we just give up. Man, there ain't no way. No way this is going to work out. I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and and struggle through it. No, you don't. Remember who you serve. The one that can make a way where there is no way. The God. He is the God of the impossible, y'all. There's times that I'd go to God and I don't even know what to pray for. I just know I need to pray. I need, I need something from Him. And you know what? He can answer even the unknown prayer. When you don't know how to pray for a situation, you just know there's a problem, guess what? He can move and work because He knows the details of everything. He, he knows why the problem's there. He knows how it got started. And He knows the best way to solve it. It doesn't matter what it is. Did He not create everything? Yes, He did. So because He created it and designed it, He knows how to fix it. 